0: At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Hello, this is the Locked On NFL Podcast. I am Matt Williamson. We're going to do a short today. I've been going through every team uh, in draft order. Uh, going from Cleveland all the way to New England. Today we are going to do the Seattle Seahawks. A team I'm very high on. Um, I did a power ranked on Locked On not too long ago. And I had New England alone at the top. And then I had the Steelers, Falcons, and Seattle in their own tier in some order. I mean, I'm not picky about the three of them at 2, 3, and 4. I think they're the next tier of top teams in this league. And I feel like, in a way, people are sleeping on Seattle a little bit. You're hearing things like, oh, the defense is old. The offensive line's the worst in the league. Um, they can't run the ball anymore. Their window's closed. I'm not buying it. Uh, I'm not at all. I mean, uh, I think their line's going to be approved. And we'll do a positional breakdown here in a minute. But I think they'll be very much, much in the mix. Clearly the best team in that division. As well as having one of the absolute easiest schedules in the league, too. So I think the Seahawks are set to make big noise I do think they're going to address the running game and they need to, you know, I think Wilson's one of the better quarterbacks in the league. He's a top 10 guy all all day long. I think I probably have him five or six in that neighborhood played injured a lot. Um, And the line has been a problem. I'm not going to say it isn't, but it's been a problem for five years and they're like the second winningest organization in the league. I know they don't have Marshawn Lynch and I'm not the biggest Eddie Lacey guy. Don't get me wrong. But, the combination of Lacey, Rawls, and the guy I like the best is C.J. Procise. I, and I don't trust any one of those three to stay healthy, to be very honest with you. But between the combination of them, as well as Mike Davis is on this team, Alex Collins, I think the running back play is going to be a little improved. I really do worry about the durability. I think ProSites one more year in the league, is set to be the best of these three. I think Lacey will start out as the starter and they do want a physical downhill guy. Um, he's saying he's in great shape. I'm very anxious to see what Lacey looks like in the preseason. I kind of feel like Rawls is who he is. And he's a battering Ram that is initiates contact. Isn't special. Um, a good player, but he's going to get touches too. So I think the running game's improved. I think the offensive line, Almost has to be better by default. Don't get me wrong on that. I mean, Luke Jokel, I think he's starting to get healthy, and and they paid him a ton. I didn't understand that, you know, just off of tape since he's been in the league with Jacksonville. But I liked him coming out of school, and I think he's getting healthier. I'm going to kind of defer to them on this one and say... He has to be an upgrade over George Fan at left tackle. And if Jokel can get to the point where he's a mediocre left tackle, that strides for this team. Um, the rest of the group, I'm not exactly sure how it's going to play out, but I think Justin Britt's a good player. Um, he's been best at center, but they drafted Posick in the second round, who's also best at center. Both could play tackle. Probably both could play guard. A Fetty, last year's first round pick, uh, is probably best at guard. Maybe he's the right tackle. A Boucher is still in the mix as a possible tackle. Um, but my point here is, I know people are like Seattle has the fewest cap space in the league and offensive line, and it's been terrible. I'm not denying those things are true, but I don't. Let's not pretend like they've totally ignored the offensive line. I mean, Jokel they just gave big money to. Glowitzki was a fourth rounder in 15. I always say his name wrong. I apologize. But uh, is was a third rounder in 16. Britt was a second rounder in 14. Afedi was a first rounder last year. Posik was a second rounder this year. And then you mix in some later round picks too. So it's young. There's ability there. I got to think that it's on the rise. It's going to be a better group overall. Therefore, better running game. Therefore, hopefully a more healthy Russell Wilson and you know, maybe cut down on his runs a little bit too, which his rushing yards have noticeably gone down each of the last two years. Um, but he's a heck of a passer and he's got weapons here too. You know, he's Baldwin is one of the most underrated players in the league, a high quality player. Um, Jimmy Graham to me is still really, really good and I'm expecting a big season from him. The backup tight ends are Okay. I don't love the depth um, in terms of the wide receivers in in, wide, in Seattle. Well, use a third-round pick on Darbo. I, I think he's somebody just to kind of keep an eye on is maybe the Jermaine curse replacement, a bigger body. And then the two wild cards are Richardson, and the guy I really like and just feel for is Tyler Lockett. And, and I think Tyler Lockett's one of the absolute wild cards of this season for them is if he can be a 16-game contributor, healthy and capable of doing what he does at his high moments, this could be a really dangerous offense. And again, I think their line's better um, to good group, and Russell Wilson elevates all those around him. On defense, I still think they're really good. I mean, I think it's easy to overlook that down the stretch, they didn't have Earl Thomas. He's the best safety in the league. He's the best safety since Troy Polamalu and Ed Reed. To me, he's the most important player on this defense. He's the great eraser. When things go wrong, he eliminates big plays. He makes all those around him more aggressive. It it is a pass rushing based style defense, but without a stud free safety, you can't do what you do with the other positions. Um, But they've also reinforced his secondary, too. You know, there's a lot of talk of, you know, Richard Sherman possibly being traded. Might this be his last year? Still really good, but he's expensive. And I think ideally, uh, this is a team that doesn't want to spend a ton at corner. And before this year, you know, they drafted Sherman in, in the fifth round of 2011. Between then and now, they've basically used zero resources on the cornerback position. It's crazy. I mean, this year they picked another long limbed uh, Shaq Griffin who fits the system. Maybe he'll be the number two. Uh, Jeremy Lane and Shedd are both in, in the mix, too. Second corner is a little bit of a concern for me. Safety is loaded. You know Cam Chancellor is as good as ever. Earl Thomas, I will imagine, is as good as ever. And they also drafted Delano Hill, who's more, uh, to me, he's more the Cam Chancellor type. And then Tedrick Thompson, who is a fourth-round pick that only fell for some off-the-field concerns. I think he has a chance to be a really good uh, free safety type. They also drafted Mike Tyson. They, dra- they brought in Bradley McDougal. So there's a lot of options at safety here. All of a sudden, there's a million of them. If you go back to front, the linebackers are still very, very good. Bobby Wagner is one of the best players of this generation on the second level. I wonder, it's a side note, but every time I talk about Seattle and I do like an overview, I wonder when this defense is remembered and these guys are all retired... Are there are a couple of Hall of Famers in this group. I mean, I think Earl Thomas is. What about Sherman? What about Wagner? What about Averill? What about Bennett? You know, I mean, it's been a great defense for a long time. And I don't really see it falling off in the very, very near future. Wagner's still a stud. He gets everybody aligned. He's the man. Um, K.J. Wright, I think, is a high-quality, perfect, strong side, 4-3 linebacker. Does everything well. Quietly has had a great career. Still playing well. The rest of the group is just Okay. But as much sub as you play and as good as they are as safety and the chancellor factor, I don't think you need three great linebackers. You know, they have two. That's perfect. That's basically been their model since day one. And they got a lot of guys now up front, too. You know, after using an early second pick on Malik McDowell, a third round pick on Nazir Jones. There's a lot of young youth ability there. You know, last year's second round pick, Jaron Reed, he started to play in sub packages as well. You still have Attire Rubin. Michael Bennett's an utter star and he kicks inside. So that's a lot of interior pass rush, interior talent that I just spit out there. Five names. Uh, we'll see who hits amongst the youngsters, but I think this is a perfect environment for McDowell. I think that effort won't be an issue here. I think that they'll light a fire under him as well as not play him a ton of snaps because they have all those guys. Frank Clark is another off-the-field guy. Is the only reason he was not a much, much earlier pick in the 2015 draft. He has star potential and is starting to reach it. Cliff Averill's been an underrated star forever. Um, I mean, I just mentioned him as a possible Hall of Famer. I mean, I know that sounds crazy, but he's been great and still is. So... As long as Earl Thomas is back, I see no reason why this is not going to be a top defense again. uh, The offense, to me, I think is quite good. I mean, look out for Seattle. Uh, No one seems to be talking about them as a Super Bowl contender. Maybe they're just tired of it because they are every year, but I think that's nuts. I think this team has a very good chance to be the number one seed in the NFC when it's all said and done. Is that the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network.